It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You did it. You're here. You tried to stay away. You're thinking, ah, they're watching stuff I'm not watching. They're listening to stuff I'm not listening to. It's enough going on in my life. They give spoilers when I am vaguely interested. I'm not here for spoilers. Leave me alone. And you thought, no, they're just too charming. They're just too funny. I end up involved. I end up interested. I'm starting to slowly morph my life around keeping up with what they're consuming and trying to do it along the same time. I've started to record a side podcast where I react to their podcast. I'm emailing it to them. I'm obsessed. Don't be obsessed. Calm down. You were doing just fine a few steps ago when you were just vaguely interested in our podcast. We appreciate your listening. Welcome to the Cultural Content Consumption Appraisal Hour with your hosts, Jeffrey Barlow and Christopher Anousis. Christopher Anousis, why don't you say hi to the lovely people? Hello, lovely people. <laughs> we've got I some odds and ends so, I, I, in my head i was like i'm gonna be witty i'm gonna be clever i'm gonna say something really funny and it turns out i don't know anything funny so hey this thing just told me um it's reducing noise the google thing it's like reducing noise is it calling me a noisy prick is that what's going on right now i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> odds and ends for spider-verse because i feel like that was we recorded it in the in the very excitable afterglow of having just left the cinema, basically. The thing that uh, stuck with me was how much we talked about Harrow and you hated on Harrow, but I feel like we, we came around and, and gave it its fair shake as well. Um, it's been a while now, so just reflecting on it, have you got any odds and ends for the, the movie experience? I, I have two odds and ends. Um, the, first, the first is an apology. Um, when you're listening to that podcast, you're... <laughs> You're not listening it at times 1.5 or times 2. We were just very excited and very hot on the day. <laughs> Trousers stayed on, but yeah. Um, <laughs> did they, earlier Jeff? Was did a... they? <laughs> they definitely. Christopher you earlier was equating it, it to... <laughs> go on, go on, go on. You go. He was equating it to playing um, live music in a room... Um, uh, and just how, you know, you'd listen back and be at double speed. There is something about being um, in person and getting excitable. I think part of it was down to, to that. We were just some excitable children, excited that we got to hang out in person. Yes. Yes. We were very excited. And trousers <laughs> may... There might be another universe, Jeff, where your trousers did come off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Multiverse? Okay. I can't we're not, go going, we're not going down again. there again. Um, um, but also, I, I asked Jeff before this this pod what was my retrospect yeah. score because i couldn't remember he told me it was yeah. a five and therefore i have no odds and ends because i still agree that it's a five but i am desperate oh, okay. to go back and see it again um, i mean odds and ends let's uh just quickly for 30 seconds maybe that's our favorite number on days like this when we do the proper podcast but like how do you can can you to the listener imagine a listener <laughs> it's as annoyed as me can you justify your four anticipation score please have you ever been a five? <laughs> Are you still upset about me? That? No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm still. I just feel like okay. You, you tell you really me why wanted yours to go. was a five when you were going to the cinema with me. You should have been so happy and excited about that. Oh wow, I didn't know where that was going. Okay, great. Because it was a four, mate. Everything's fine. Yeah, I was um, really excited to see the film, but I was seeing it with you, so I had to knock a knock a mark. Off. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. And Harrow. Fantastic and stuff. I was in Harrow, so therefore another. To be hat. to be oh, fair, so lucky yeah, not- yeah, Harrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cough on your harrow hatred. Let it, let it, the, the bile just come out of you, please. Hey, to be fair, off pod, you gave me a really uh, cute sort of uh, FaceTime call apology about a moment of the pod. Is that not, is that not on pod worthy? Because that was really funny to me. So, um, that's an odds and ends if ever I've heard one. Yeah, in Jeff asking me to explain in non movie terms what a multiverse was, <laughs> I proceeded to tell him in complete movie terms, what a multiverse was. He then stopped me and said, no, in non-movie terms, 
I then proceeded to ignore him and continue with my movie term um, explanation. It's oh, really funny because I literally am sat there sitting on my hands going, oh, this must be non-movie related in a way that I can't well, fathom because he's talking about a movie. In my defense, Back to the Please. Future is my life. This is true. This is true. And it's Not, real. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, it was just such an excitable episode. I had a lot of good fun. We do love a good special when uh, we get to experience something together, and hopefully there will be more of those to come. I am very curious because I've poked and prodded Christopher a few times here, and he has not bit. So we have movie specials but um, and maybe gig specials, fingers crossed, but another book club special. Like, Can the listeners maybe suggest something they, they think uh, might work? Because on that... Uh, no, I'm I'm up for reading, but I want to read something with my boy that both of us can enjoy. This is so how we can get books into the pod is people recommend yeah. them. Me and you both go away and read them, and then we exactly come back and do right. a special. Has can, can I check? Has nothing uh, come up on the radar? Is there anything like vaguely a genre, a writer, anything since Matthew what? Perry? Book related, book wise, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All Never. my all my favorite nostalgia childhood heroes have done their things. <laughs> so, Can't read books unless, because all unless, my favorites have unless, been cancelled. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but you, you 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 almost led me to a thirty second game, Jeff. I think we are now yes, almost well multiple overdue. minutes into yeah. multiverses of podcasts, <laughs> and we probably yeah. need to explain to the listener what the pod's about. What are you even listening to, listener? Yeah, I think like, it's my turn. Could you tell us? It is your turn. It is my turn. So, listener, I want you to think while um, Christopher Anousis is doing this, could you do any better? Now that you're a, a long-standing listener and you've listened to a lot of this, could you do any better than this young man is about to do explaining to you what the podcast is about? In 30 seconds, you're going to feel so primed for this episode. You're going to be like, ah, oh, I was a bit confused for a second. There was a lot of banter, but now I get it. I get what we're here for. You've got 30 seconds to tell the people, Christopher. And here we go in three, two, one, go. Content is everywhere, Jeff. Content oh, no. <laughs> is everywhere. And what we try and do is review it to you. Yes. And we do that by I throw content at Jeffrey. Jeffrey throws content at me. And we guess, mm. you know, what are they going to like about it? Will they enjoy it while they're watching it? Will they? Can they even be bothered? Are they excited about it? What do they think <laughs> after the fact? And then we uh, see how close we are to guessing each other's scores. And then someone wins at the yeah. end. <laughs> Hey, fantastic! I think that was pretty good. I my, my favorite part was the "Can we be bothered?" Because uh, because I feel like am I right in saying the one where we we kind of didn't was yesterday? What? I didn't convince you to watch yesterday, did I? Not no, that I was trying to. Well, it wasn't. You didn't. Did, pitch did it any to me. part? I pitched it to you. Why do I have to watch? This it is true. But from the review I gave, you did part of you feel like I kind of at some point in my life want to go watch it, or were you like not actually thank you for not from the, not the, <laughs> from the review that you gave me? Although I've just had a thought for the thirty second game. By the way, oh please, we love, we love throwing it to each other. But I would love our listeners to send us a oh. thirty second game, and we can insert oh, it and play it back in here in this section if if they want. To. As in. As in they're tailoring what we have to do in those 30 seconds. No, no, oh, no. I love it. Our listeners no. can try and explain to new do listeners. Do the game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, mate, please. I want two things now. I want the listeners to try their own attempts at the 30-second game. But also, you know, the more episodes we go down, the more we're going to need freshening up. I want you to add caveats to our 30-second game. Can you explain the podcast as if to someone who's never uh, heard of uh, music. Can you explain the podcast to someone who's only watched uh, BBC Political UK News for the last two months? Like, give me caveats, give me fun things to work against. Today, it's another music special. We do land on these uh, quite serendipitously. Um, And today we have... Listen, let's go. Um, we have uh, some very, very good female singer-songwriters we have to talk through their work today. I think we should start with... Um... Hooey. <laughs> yeah, say exactly, that. right? <laughs> Hooey, indeed. Have you, You've got your scores locked in. We're good to I got go. My scores locked I... in. Who are we starting with? We start, I'd love to start with Boy Genius. I'm so excited to talk about... Um... Here's what we're talking about. Do I have to, I'm going to have to give um, you markers here. I'm going to have to give you like... 10 minutes have finished, 20 minutes remaining. I'm going to have <laughs> yes, to do this please. throughout the pod because I feel like we're going to go down all sorts of 
freaking Jeffrey Barlow research wormholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to like um I'm going to bookmark them and then in the in the show notes if you want to explore further but don't worry I won't get I won't get too stuck on a tangent. I mean that's what he says, right? Boy Genius the film directed by Kristen Stewart is what <laughs> You're I recommend. Flying already. <laughs> I'm flying. Because the You're thing the thing that's interesting is I'm like, I ain't coming in now for the next 5 minutes. The thing is the thing that's interesting is um spoilers that we got spoiled pre-pod is that I think you were on a second or third listen of the album before you got to the recommended art. So I threw a curveball. Yep. I thought it was an interesting curveball. I wasn't sure how you take it, and that's how you took it. Not work in your favour when it comes to scores. Yeah, exactly, because I've got your reviews of the film, mm-hmm. not the music, but talk to me however you want to talk about it, mate. Boy Genius, the film. Boy Genius, the record. Just talk to you, me about you, your experience. Can you... I have not done any of the research, and you sure. being the rock and roll nerd that you are, could you sure. please of just explain to me how this band came about? I'm aware of Phoebe Bridges for yes. good and bad reasons, which we're not going to go into. Bad. Give me one bad. You can't just <laughs> dangle that for the listener. Is the bad that her breakup was all over social media for a hot second? No, is that she was one of the people that named Ryan Adams a jerk, <laughs> which is not a okay. reason she should be in the no. tip of my mind. It should be other no. reasons. But do you know uh, that probably my number one favorite Phoebe Bridges song called "Motion Sickness" is apparently at, uh, like about him? Yeah, uh, you are aware of that. We don't need. To, he's definitely so not creep. making us about Ryan so Adams right now. <laughs> she causes him. Yeah, yeah, he causes her um, uh, motion sickness. What, However, so I'm a, aware th- of uh, Phoebe Bridges. I wasn't aware of the two yeah. other members of this band. Can you quickly yes. tell me how they formed, how they came to being, and of course, and let me. Um, yes. So they're all in their uh, late twenties at this point, but they were all just, um, you know getting into the scene a few years ago around 2018 i think um phoebe and loose and uh julian baker initially came together to do like a a bit of a a collaboration or like um to do like a a single a split single and then lucy dacus was in the mix and they just really really connected as friends and collaborators instantly quickly so they're all i would use this term this is a fun term for me it's very pretentious but i would call them like auteurs they're very like they've got a vision for their songwriting they're all on like either album two or three i've listened to uh, uh both of lucy dacus's two solo albums i've listened to both of phoebe bridges um bridges's <laughs> two solo albums and her uh, collaboration with uh, conor oberst called better oblivion community center julian baker i think is on uh, her third i've listened to one of them um i think they're all wicked and amazing and so individual and around 2018 they came together to record an ep together and it was just a 20 minute thing but the songwriting was so melancholy and deep and cool and how their voices came together to be so just harmoniously uh sweet together and the songwriting so seamless each one seems to take a starring role per song but they back each other up really nicely and all this stuff and i think for a few years as they got bigger especially phoebe we were all a bit like oh that was a nice little one-off they all did but we we really want them to get back together and then finally during covid on the sly they were working on this record together and now it's out they're touring together they just supported a certain taylor swift on tour um because um phoebe supported and she brought her girls with her and they did lots of boy genius songs and stuff and um they continue to be uh, uh this this to me reminds me of um the, a very fateful morning when i woke up one day and saw a picture on the internet of tom york and flea from the red hot chili peppers lying down with nigel godrich in the mitch and just thinking like i love these two and very separate never would have linked them together ways and now they're together and hanging out i love this and uh just as being a fan of um these songwriters together credit again to is two episodes in a row i'm sure you're happy about this johnny mortimer he got me into lucy dacus it's one of uh, his favorite singer songwriters she's amazing they're all they're all so uniquely flavored but fit together i'm rambling now but they're basically young songwriters who have formed what we like to call they're almost poking fun as at at the term as they do use it but they're a super group they're a songwriting super group and it's the three of them and they've made a record and Kristen stewart directed a film incorporating three of the singles from said record those being um let's see if i can remember twenty dollars emily i'm sorry and true blue let's go wonderful so now my that's scores. my little primer <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> um oh so complete honesty here I have now yes. probably spun this record close to six times or something no, like that. Let's yes. go. So, Cancel uh, the pod while we're ahead. This is fantastic. So first, first couple of listens, I was 
picking out lyrics here and there and they were like you know how they sort yeah. of hit you in the brain and you're like oh really interesting oh that's really cool like one about yeah. um i think it's a phoebe bridges song where she's talking about wanting to kick someone's teeth in because oh, someone else did something. i can't, even, I can't even remember the bit of it but uh, but like little bits like that yeah, were coming yeah, yeah. in my head and that's such a weird lyric to pick out but <laughs> no that's not in, in, in phoebe bridges terms that's actually on point like they, they yeah. get quite violent and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> And then somewhere around it, but I was, I was, I was intrigued, but then also found it off-putting mm. the bit that you talked about how yes. the lead vocalists would change and they'd support each other. Cause I found like mm. from song to song, I was almost mm. jumping out of an album and was I in a playlist and I was all a little bit confused by it. Oh, interesting. But then mm. by listen three or four, there was one song, Jeffrey, and oh dear. you'll probably already know this. what it this is. always happens. There's, there's, there's just one song that just started hitting me and now I can't get it out of my head I, I you know what? I even I was, when we've I was done this before, drive, I was on a drive yesterday. I was listening to the album again. Oh yeah, it finished. And I yeah. literally just went rewind and just wanted to listen to it again. <laughs> the song. And, wow. I, and I don't know why. It's interesting. It just, it just hits you. Some songs just get you in the in the feels or whatever it is. Yes, I, I feel like two, two or three times, maybe twice. Um, we've done album reviews, and I've guessed ahead of time a song that would stick with you because it's st- stuck with me. And we've we've got quite a little good Venn diagram going there. Yeah. With this one, I'm still in a bit of a jumping between loving songs. For so i actually can't guess if i had to guess it might be the last song because that song is currently killing me it feels like a very just it ripped my heart out kind of That's song it's not the last song what is it tell me it was a song that you were singing that when we um joined the oh call. true blue yeah <laughs> dude lucy dacus you know and, and, and then as soon as i found out it was lucy dacus at the end of watching the film <laughs> yep yeah i'm yep, like yep, fantastic. right who is this girl why is she writing really? this stuff and where Let's is the rest go. of it? And I want to listen to more. Oh, wow. I, I, I don't know. Oh, what, awesome. it, it, there's something about the simplicity, the melody. Yes. Even the simplicity in the lyrics. They're so on yes. point, but they're not like... I'm going to have to reference Levi Weaver again. They're not Levi Weavery in a sort of way that yes. we said that some lyricists are so clever with how they use words and stuff like that. This is just right. like brutal. For the listener, Levi the Weaver <laughs> is um, just, uh, he's a reference we use in terms of like really clever wordplay, like Bob Dylan at his most, ver- most verbose, just yeah. lots of word games, wordplay, poetic imagery. So, okay, not quite that level, but like simplicity and heart and yeah yeah i hear what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah and there's just like i think it's the bridge in this song that is just so just mm. on point and honest in the way that mm. i think i think it's something along the lines we don't talk about that argument we had because it doesn't matter anymore yes. because it was so long ago oh, dude just, that killed me too just oh, and that, that, what, was, that was that was the one lyric i think that jumped out the first listen when i was listening to that song yeah. the rest of it is very just sort of it's a very mellow song and it's not i wouldn't say yes. it would grab you in a way that sort of bangers grab you in that sort of way sure but then every time i go back and i listen to it again i listen to it again i listen to it again i'm, I'm remembering more of the lyrics and i'm learning more about the story yes. of the song and then it's just now it's yes. just like it's just stuck somewhere in there and i can't get it out oh mate <laughs> i love that a, you're 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 for the listener, you're basically describing the process of like, we're sort of on the clock at the moment. We need a review. We need some takes. We need opinions. Christopher yeah. has before described the slight anxiety even of like, I need to make notes so I have a thing to talk about. Yeah. And what's really nice is, thank God, this seems to be emerging where like a wholesome, I actually fell in love with a bit of music thing that you can't schedule. You can't put on the clock, right? Yeah. But it seemed to happen and, at least and, with, and with this song. I think I was asking, um, because we we had the special that we dropped last week, um, mm. I, I was begging Jeff to put off recording this pod to give me more time to listen mm. to this album more because I was <laughs> I was almost like I don't want to stop listening to it I don't want you to give me something else to listen to because I, <laughs> I want to just go back and get more out of this because every time I go back in I'm getting That's more awesome. out of it and yeah yeah, it, yeah yeah and I hate you Jeff for that to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you describe um, the contrast to like a more banger a more aggressive one I think $20 might be a good example right because that kind of yeah. opens the album the, the first list the first listen through i screenshot it satanist because for me that was like oh nice. it, it, it just sort of grabbed me at a bit of a groove and i was like this is the sort of stuff that i like and stuff like that mm. and but then mm. i just think going back and just listening to more and even the the opening with you without them is 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 beautiful yes. yeah. and i found myself beautiful, like right? i found myself trying to harmonize with three girls that can sing way better than i can in a car <laughs> <laughs> just just on the way back that's great oh mate <laughs> and it's honestly it's, if i had to clip out one bit to send them and be like uh you know this is what a, a, a new fan is, is saying and thinking about your group i think they would love that that's such that's so wholesome and sweet okay so um yeah. do by listen five or six are you approaching like oh this must be that singer this must be that one 
or like it, you have yeah, to do a bit too and, much and now that i've watched the film <laughs> yes now i see key, it right? and now i get it i could pick out phoebe bridges because she's been on radio one quite a bit the last couple of years yes, anyway yes. so in terms of yes um uh in sort of commercial fame i guess is the word to put it yes i you can yes. pick out her her vocals and stuff like that yes like for yes. example in oh, emily, I, emily i'm sorry you can tell straight away it's phoebe bridges straight away yeah, yeah yeah sometimes i think the thing i get lost with sometimes is like the really nice harmonies and backing vocals i'm like oh like maybe lucy's just doing a thing here like even um 20 has this weird vocal thing at the end that sort of has a bit of a crescendo and just everyone getting involved with their vocals i just i really like it um i really like these girls it was almost like there's some people who you put them together to work together and you're like well if this was not good this would be really odd mm. um and it's not and super groups are a funny thing right because you just um the only thing that's come to mind weirdly enough is the traveling wilburys that had george harrison bob dylan well, the and Tom the raconteurs is a great example too jack white and great, brendan benson and the, the two other lads one hit wonder oh mate shots fired i mean the listeners are telling me they want more gripes they want more negativity they want us to come Name for people one so other the... raconteur song other than steady as she goes this is this is a failing on my part because yeah. I, I enjoy other songs it's just not coming to me um can Point i proven let's move back onto steady <laughs> as she goes but like that's a, the one song is a good song um but a big truism about supergroups can often be like you know it's the same as the i i don't know how i always end up referencing a sport but like the galacticos right sometimes you get all the best players it's not about that it's more about chemistry right but the funny thing about no, these the three is it's not just well like time <laughs> i don't know if you remember right but like th that term is used yeah. i feel like as a sort of let's get all the superstars together um Ooh, but a, it's a, like a if you had example of that is chelsea currently let's go <laughs> oh mate oh mate are you trying to derail the pod what's going on chelsea sorry. currently okay listen because <laughs> i can't get onto that this is the thing that he'll do but I can't respond. I can't bite on it because that will be 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, so there's something about these girls where um, now that I've done the research and I've listened to all the interviews, they the the collaborating together happened as a natural sort of like they just became friends too. They are very much a little unit and a little friendship group. And I think Zane Lowe, who goes back to our early days falling in love with a lot of alternative music on MTV too. I've always been a big Zane Lowe guy. I feel like I don't necessarily love the fact that like he seems to be the only guy who does the interviews on the apple music youtube channel but i really like him and he said this thing when he interviewed them that i think we can all relate to and get a, a vibe of which is i just want to join your gang we all do and here's the secret we can't and that's why we want to and it's so great it's a powerful thing we felt it as kids didn't we have artists and bands that we just wanted to get as close to as possible that's the point that's kind of why we do it and um reading their rolling stone uh, cover article um they just seem like three mates who really completely compliment each other well and even phoebe's talking about like how touring is very exhausting and tiring and just knowing she's got a tour ahead of her where she gets to bring her girls along the way is rejuvenating her it's all just very sweet and wholesome and there's just something i wanted to get at there which is like it's you don't necessarily that... put <clears throat> sorry that that's a yeah, yeah. comment about wanting to be part of the fun you're like you feel like you're missing out is very much what i said about what i enjoyed about the beyonce movie about mm, how that concert mm. was very much why can't I be up there and having fun with them? But then they're getting that across in the way that they're performing and you can, you feel very it. much. And then that's the sort very of thing that people grip to. Yeah. 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 And as much as I, uh, I love, I love the music. It is a funny uh, example, this band of like, I could now have the best couple of weeks just reading every article about them, like their quotes, their chemistry, their friendship, their, their coolness. They just all seem like very, um, lovely, cool, awesome people. And with that said, as, uh, you know the and my point being there you can't just throw any of the three biggest stars together and maybe you could have a one-off single that's good but the fact that they seem to be like a cohesive little group who want to keep working together is like beyond adorable now mm. and 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 uh you know fun and cool for a fan but now let's 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 veer our way to this uh so, short you film. didn't ask me to listen yes. to the album and no. unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately i listened to the album <laughs> <laughs> Did Christopher just become a huge research nerd? Because I think that's what just happened. <laughs> Am I becoming a boy genius guy? <laughs> um, I think you are. I am totally becoming a boy genius guy. Um, I want to be part of the band, Jeff. Why can't do they need a guitarist? No, they all right? play guitar. Damn I it! <laughs> I know, but um, I, I to ask though, did you think like oh, I'm just going to listen to this once, then watch the film? Did any part of you think I'm just going to watch the film? Or like, what what happened there with that decision? I'm really there? conflicted about this whole film thing. The fact that you said, here's a 14-minute <laughs> film to yeah. to watch about a band or that's based... I think you yeah. even told me it was a bunch of music videos. I think you did tell me that the other week. 
So I'm just, I was very much like, but I, I don't, I didn't feel comfortable going into it cold. And I don't know why I didn't. Yeah. And I felt like I'd enjoy it more if I knew the songs of this film that I was going to watch. But then the more and more yes. I listened to the album, the more and more I was like, eh, I could, don't worry about that film. <laughs> That's not that important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How funny. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you did watch it. But I did watch the movie. So, well, the film. Yes. Or whatever. Which was, yes. luckily, just part of my Apple Music subscription. It's just sat there as the film. And you can just go in there and nice. watch it as if it's a music video. Um, and what the film is, it's it's basically a... I don't know how to put Ooh. it. It's a, Okay. The way, it, the way it starts is like you've got the screen and it's split in thirds. Um, mm-hmm. And you can hear this sort of humming, which is the humming, the melody to Without You, Without Them, which is the opening song. Yes. Without actually singing it, they're just someone's just humming it in the background. And then it, yep. and, then it, and then one of those thirds sort of opens up and then you get the, one of the songs off the album with, um, I think it's Julian Baker's the first one, singing $20. Mm-hmm. Not singing $20, but it's basically mm-hmm. a music video for that song. And then yes. that song finishes and it cuts back to the thirds and then it goes to the next one, which is Phoebe Bridges and then, it, and then and so on and so forth. And then you basically get three songs mm. from the album with this sort of sort of linkage between them all, which seems to be mm. around the colour blue or some car mm-hmm. or something that's sort of linking it all together. But I was watching yes. it, Jeff, and I'm looking at it going, there's so much, there was so much happening in the first music video that I got almost yes. overwhelmed as to there were all these characters nice. thrown at me all of this stuff thrown at me I was like who's who what am I watching I don't quite understand it sort of thing yeah 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 um and it seems to be uh Julian Baker sort of wakes up and then goes out to repair a car and hangouts with her friends and has a great time but then sets things on fire yes. and then someone screams and I didn't quite understand what was happening hey <laughs> I think you just summed it up great you summed it up way better than I could that is the first one the $20 video is basically that did yeah. you feel any vibe of like she was a kid yeah, so I could because, see it was like a, yeah. a like a, a younger self and then an older self. But then they seem mm-hmm. to all be in the same shots, and I that's where I got really yes. confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, and then the second on, video on the level of just seeing them having fun. I loved yeah, seeing them I all together, the young girls. And... <laughs> <laughs> I loved. And I loved okay, the yeah, uh, unfashionable fashion statement. <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. always a thing yeah yeah, yeah. she's got <laughs> yeah. exactly it is always a thing yeah you know it's sort of like why are you wearing that because i don't care but you must care because you're wearing it <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, I do like how they've all got very much uh their own interesting uh unique aesthetic yeah. but they seem to just love the, th- the thing about all of them together yeah they're just laughing and playing around and then it's like they've clearly got julian baker comes out and like she's quite uh i can relate julian she's quite a short young yeah. lady and then she's got the two kids who seem to be playing like um kid phoebe and kid uh lucy and like they're basically taller than her and then real lucy and real phoebe come in and they're all racing outside and doing yeah. stuff and screaming oh, this is just a good time right it's just a good time good it's just a good time um and then um and then we... in phoebe's emily i'm sorry yeah so in phoebe's emily i'm sorry she's in the middle of what looks like some sort of dirt track racing ring mm. or monster trucks i think is probably the term yes that's but she the stood term. in front of what i think is the blue car from the first video don't know yep. if you spotted that or not. Um, done. And it's a very close pan out, pan in, um, just on shot, one shot of Phoebe Bridges singing basically the sort of the first verse and chorus and stuff like that. While all this chaotic monster truck stuff's happening around her, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, and then her friends pop up towards the end. Yes. Um, and then the third one is True Blue, which is Lucy Dacus um, in a room. And then her and... Phoebe and Julian end up just painting the entire room and house blue with paint and have fun while doing so. Yes. Um, um, at the end of Phoebe's, uh, I think she like maybe sets the car on fire and then like there's a close up of all of them looking at it. And yes, like yes. she looks like she's got a tear, like she looks like she's proper welling up. And um, yeah, Phoebe's songs are clearly pretty deep and about her life. And yeah. I don't know, there's a lot of like real stuff there going I feel on. Like and then, Emily yeah, is a Luce- real person called Emily. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and she's saying and she's sorry, really sorry, Emily. So don't worry about it. It's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lucy's, which Christopher just really uh, beautifully, to be honest, described falling in love with. Um, it's kind of just loose. It's probably the simplest concept-wise that she falls. Mm. Uh, she's got this room that her and her mates end up painting blue. Great, but the key. I mean, the key point 
let's, let's not be around the bush here. She makes out with her girl mates, with her bandmates. Uh, they all enjoy making out together at the end, which is quite nice. And then <laughs> the room is, there's a really like I just said they had cinematic... fun, Jeff. I didn't need to go into the details. <laughs> <laughs> I, needed the, I needed the people to know because now they're clicking on that video a lot quicker. There's a very cin- cinematically uh, arresting image at the end where it's finished and the room is like quite a deep, dark blue and they're all just sort of standing there admiring it and then they all go outside yeah. together and they're laughing and like I think... Uh, uh, Phoebe just takes a, a lolly from Lucy's mouth or something, and then those three cut images of them all in separate rooms that it keeps re- returning to at the start of every video. Um, it has them all in bed together, hugging yeah. at the end. And yeah, there's like, it's almost like to me, now that we've spoken through it a bit, whether it's as bandmates or as friends, it's like these um, meaningful life experience things whether it's you know repairing the car in your childhood or it's like being at the monster truck rally and it's like dealing with some sort of past stuff doing a big it's such a cliche in the movie right where you're changing your life and you're fuck it i'm gonna paint the wall a whole new color right it seems like these big life-changing moments the motif in this short film for me having not researched the film um exactly and just my uh you know instinctive reading on it is like you need your friends around you when that's happening and that colors it uh, better and that sort of helps you and you know you can just be cozying up and cuddling at the end and it's rather nice um but uh you did you did put one question to me before you watched i remember and it was like almost as a, i wonder if he's not going to like it because of this and you were like oh it better be an actual like film film rather than just three separate music videos <laughs> yes. and now that you've seen it yeah i could almost say it quali- it could qualify as either or what do you think uh, yeah, it could qualify as either or, <laughs> to be honest. Right, okay, good. Because <laughs> they, they all link together, and you could pull threads between all three of them as well. Yes. Because it's a yes. blue card okay. that appears in the next yeah. thing, which is also blue. I was like, is there a, is there a running blue theme throughout this band? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was almost... I, was, I felt so pressured to watch it that I was, <laughs> I was looking so much for, like, am I going to miss something? Well, am I... And it, it, I felt like... Because I don't know, music videos are a funny thing, Jeff. And, it's, and yes, we they could are go into thing. a deep dive here about music videos, especially Let's with do the a next little art, mini dive. especially with the next artist that we're going to talk to, talk about afterwards as well. Um, but mini dive. Tell me about music videos. Are music videos even a thing anymore? Really? Like, well, who's going to sing? If people can't listen to an album, who's going to sit down and watch a four-minute mm. music video when they're just streaming on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever they're using to stream music from now? It's, I just find it quite. Sure. I don't know. The idea of a music video is quite interesting nowadays. And I, f- I feel like that that is at least to a point a reflection on ha- on your consumption. And I'm not saying they don't. Uh, it hasn't gone down or up. I don't know the exact number since it's more of a YouTube thing than yeah. like a television thing. But like the millions of views that these things accrue, like people are watching, right? Um, or they're just pressing play and think- listening to the song, which is another. I mean, thing as I well. think so. I think yeah. a good amount, when you think about shorter attention spans, wouldn't it be more likely you'd watch the video single of the performer you like rather than a, a whole album? You know, True. I, I can True, see maybe, just as, yeah. right, maybe. Um, but uh, it's interesting for us, right, because we're the same generation. I feel like mu- music videos used to be such a thing, such an important part of the process. I remember especially um, Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry as uh, filmmakers who started in short films who really got me into the idea, the concept of a music video as a inherent piece of art, right? So, like, I think Radiohead did some really good ones. Like, there have been phases where I get really into music videos. Lotus and I think flower, what happened right? is... <laughs> exactly there's so there's there's so many i remember um the 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 video for just having just such a simple concept but i feel like being so effectively pulled off right Mm. and i think for me what this was is i saw this and i thought oh this is like a cool thing where they do like an extra bit of content they've got a cool collaborator i'll watch it one day and it's just so funny how i knew i wasn't gonna i was like let me just suggest it to christopher so i have to because right now part of my pattern of enjoying content isn't music video yeah i would i would unless like people are screaming at me like it's a big viral thing oh do you know the last one that i really felt like maybe there's more recent that i'm forgetting but like donald glover's this is america True. do you remember that one yep i feel like that was a big deal right as a video so anyway i really wanted to this one felt like a bit more special and i kind of wanted to force myself to watch it and and i'm glad i did but to be honest now that we've come out the other end this would have been just as safe to recommend as the the album because the album had a lot to to discuss in and a lot to talk about um 
but yeah it was it was fun it was fun to try a new thing uh it was music videos it was a short film and it was what a, was a nice new thing it, for the it podcast put, it put, put a face to the voices that i've been listening to for the past the, however many weeks right yeah, so as a new boy genius guy that probably helped with your delineating and starting to yeah. to know the the difference between them and stuff like that oh i like it on that level too okay great well i think I and also it gave me the song titles though. to the songs that i've been listening <laughs> yeah, to. yeah exactly that's a big thing right when running and driving you can't when running and driving you can't often see what you're listening to which so it's quite exactly i think yeah. on listen three you were telling me like i'm still lost on titles and that has been a, a hallmark of your album reviews so far so it's really good that you've you've got some in the bag now um <sighs> score time what do you say partner you've got to guess them i don't just tell you okay i got, okay. <laughs> you got you got it wrong the other week <laughs> you just started telling me your score <laughs> i'm i'm on a bad run today on like a bad run. i don't uh, today, think it's gonna get my i am on Oh, okay, interesting. And you, oh, I wonder why. I think you were at a solid three. Like, listen, I've heard of these people vaguely. I'm up for listening. Fine. This is do your worst. My scores on the video of the film. Yes, exactly. So this is where I'm even tripping up over myself a bit. I thought, uh, yeah, it could have been uh, more, but three three seems like a very safe shout. Um, four to enjoyment, just because it's a good film and i thought you'd like the music at least up to a point and the music videos are good if not life-changing that it's all good stuff really and i thought i thought it was a pretty simple four <laughs> i think it was a simple four and four for after two like it's just good stuff so my scores for you are three four four this could be your week jeff oh good <laughs> was i not off at all oh, i really hope two four, off by four. one Ah, a two, you know. So he doesn't give Spider-Verse a five. And he gives a short film a two. Do you know what? That's actually and disgraceful. We have discussed... We have di exactly. We have discussed and discussed the benefits of a short runtime. I'm out here with the 16-minute I think you should leave episode, followed up by a 40-minute short film. I should be getting fives yeah. up the wazoo. What's going on? A two. My guy's giving me a two. I think, I think I we need never, to have a I movie. never wanted to watch it. I don't know what... I can't explain That's fair. it. That's fair. Uh, like, That's fine. If I'd gone out the if I've gone out the bat and just went, I can't wait to watch this thing. And I was like rushing back sure. to watch it. I watched it last sure. night, Jeff. <laughs> last night. I watched sure. It, sure. And I watched I hear it you. once. I hear, you. <laughs> I hear you. I'm just, I'm more mad the about album, the five for Spider-Verse. I'm God knows on my score. Four probably. Been. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Only one off. That's my best score in ages. So let's see how while, you Jeff. do. <laughs> it has been a while. Let's see how uh, you do for me. So, um, what did I ask you the to do act that <laughs> you asked me to listen to an album because this album has been coming up for you. Um, you gave me that bit of context. Um, <laughs> which oh, by the way, almost... can I just say? So yes, I was driving. I drove back Taylor yesterday. Swift. Yeah, no, but before we get to Taylor Swift, very quickly, I was driving back yesterday and I was listening to my homework playlist, which had um, Boy Genius and Taylor Swift in it. Um, right. And then I picked up my partner and I put. I switched mm. onto the radio. Boy Genius were mm. playing. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And immediately after yeah. was 1975, that song that ripped off um, Burn the Witch was playing, <laughs> played afterwards. Oh, I was like, part why, of the is, band. Why, is, why is Jeff just like all over Radio 1 right now? Or am I just, Jeff actually knows what's what's hip and I don't. <laughs> I don't hey, so, hey, there's a few things. And I'll, I, that's such I a good segue for me to get on like Radio 1. <laughs> To get me into my review of Midnight's the 2022 latest album by Taylor Swift, you've given me such a good segue, which is um, the you 1975. Knew all the songs? I actually, I've, I've listened to it um, before. So my thing with albums a lot of the time oh, okay. when you're trying to, at least the beginning of a relationship with an album is often, to me, to listen to a whole album and not know any song is a leap of faith uh it's like really like i'm giving you my time i might not enjoy it it's all new stuff so you can't fall in love super in, in instantly to really really love an album might take two or three listens so i remember listening to this when it came out and everyone was mad hyped about it on the way to work one stressful day and actually quite enjoying it for a first listen second listen was um during a run on the isle of man and i was like maybe this isn't a running album Maybe something's going on here, but I remember enjoying it a lot more the first time, which is usually the opposite of what happens to me. And then rounding it out, I listened to it again on a walk the other day and I came right back around and I really liked it. And now one very superficial just in here is um, she does this funny thing with her voice. It's almost like you and she's voices, such a Jeff, good bloody <laughs> she's such a good she's such a good melody writer. Mm -hmm. um, but it's almost like she's almost 
like and like she's got both like the speaky sort of attitude thing the country thing the good singer thing she's got uh, modes to her voice but it's almost like she's almost she's just uh, getting so many good melodies out but she's almost bored of how it's just her voice so like in a few hooks for some of the songs i think it's midnight rain especially um like she's got this like not a vocoder but something going on with her voice like some sort of um, I remember. I, song titles, Jeff. I've, I've, I've listened. I've listened sure. to it. I think I've listened to it all the way through once. It's quite long. Apologies for that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it isn't. It's forty-four minutes. But okay. Is it really? Um, I mean, which version are you listening to? <laughs> regular, regular version. This is just because you've been spoiled with some fifth. <laughs> yeah, regular version finishes after Mastermind. This is because you've been very spoiled with fifteen-minute oh. bits of homework for the what, last couple is, of weeks. What is this song? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Nothing, nothing to do with me. Oh. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> I th- I think I think a part of well, then what I, you've I helped have with to mastermind multiple times. Then you have you have, and actually that's probably that's a funny one because I want to shout out that song specifically as an album closer. Yeah. Um, so it's funny that you haven't actually experienced it in that way yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, she does funny things with her vocals in some of these songs that I really really like. But like, I'm sorry, which one's Midnight Rain? We have to, to ju- sing it to me. Come on, which one Midnight Rain. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Perfect. so you know what I'm talking that was about. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> It's real. Thank you. Um, but, um, this is so not what we want to dip into. I feel like I'm actually the listener gets to almost hear me teach Christopher about what's going on in the gossip culture. But it reminded me of the 1975. Yep, that song with that hook. He's done a few things like that recently too. Um, were you aware? I was that recently, like Ben um, Howard. No, Ben Howard. No, not him. Who's the other one? Listener, you can hear Christopher not ready for the gossip I'm about to hit him with, but he's about to get hit with it because I genuinely don't think he knows this and we're just going to breeze through it. But recently, very, very big news in the world of music, celebrity, showbiz Mm. is that um, Taylor Swift and Matty Healy of the 1975 have become an item and they were... Yeah, you should see this. (laughs) I think I genuinely learning a long-term boyfriend because my Rocky girls told me that. Then right. there was a yes. then there was a crazy rumor that she'd hooked up with an F one driver, which then right. Simone de Rochefort almost lost her shit about, um, who was yes. also one of the hosts of the Rocket Pod. Um, yes, and she's a massive F one fan. <laughs> yes. Um, to be clear yeah. for the listener, Christopher's mainstream celebrity gossip news comes, comes from a tech, from a podcast. tech podcast. <laughs> They have, so they have anyway, a segment um, at the end called The Dessert, where they just talk about whatever they yeah. want. And I am also yeah. a boostie because I Patreon them. So I get another segment as well at the end of my pod of just garbage. But You telling me garbage. that in a boost segment recently, they are uh, beautiful garbage is a lovely uh, term. Mm. Um, they uh, they reviewed an article recently for a boost segment. I've now read the article. So I need to, do I need to become a boostie just to hear them talk about it? Because I really want to hear them talk about it. Yeah. This isn't about the Rocket <laughs> podcast as much as we love them. But yeah, recently... And it's all, apparently, this is according to the socials, this is according to the rumour mills, all the awful mm-hmm. things. Apparently, it's already over. Like, they both <laughs> shouted each other out. They both shouted each other out, dude, during gigs. Like, they were like, you know this, is who you know who you are, this is for you, I love you. They both did that, like, in gigs. He, he played support act for some of them. 1975 actually have a few tracks featuring uh, Phoebe Bridges. So he played with Phoebe. In te- There's lots of, like, involved music multiverse stuff oh, going no, no, on here. This is not multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> nice try anyway <laughs> yeah i tried i got so excited about trying you could hear it in my voice um so anyway but for me but one, um, one, one thing that the, the rocket pod said which i thought was brilliant was yes. that they were like taylor swift just needs to do her pete davidson thing just like he is the perfect rebound guy just go do a pete davidson thing and i was like that, oh, that's so that funny. would be great <laughs> There was lots of um, memes after I think Zendaya is going out with Tom Holland, and I think they broke up. And all I saw for them breaking up on Twitter, I don't think. I think they were. I think recently they did a few things together. I think it took a while for it to come out, but I'm pretty sure. Are we a gossip? We are the showbiz culture (laughs) gossip podcast. Yes, (laughs) that every every listener can can. We all know that Tom Holland and Zendaya were a thing, but it's just funny because the way I found out was it seemed to be all my timeline was was Pete Davidson memes of him reading the news and strapping up and getting ready. <laughs> anyway, so I come back to the point. Um, a bit of celebrity really gossip needs to be involved. I really how much I like this album, Jeff. <laughs> I really did. I know. We're going to get to it. because We're going to get to it, I swear. But all that to say, the reason it's interesting that 1975 came up on the radio for you is that I feel like I heard them a bit on this album. And this is something that may, might not get addressed on this podcast. I'm taking a very long route together. But this was produced by Jack Antonoff. Jack Antonoff has produced quite a lot of the albums we listen to these days. He produced the last 1975 record we reviewed. He's produced a lot of the Lana Del Rey. He's the Panic at the Disco guy, right? No? 
He is definitely not, but you're saying stuff and that's fine. He is a guy from, I think you're thinking of... His name is Brendan Urie, I think. Oh, okay, He's yeah. like the front... Completely, yeah, sorry, apologies. Yeah. So, interestingly, Jack Antonoff is also part of a band mm. called Bleachers, but they're, like, not a huge deal. So his main celebrity comes from being a super producer. I think he used to go out with Lena Dunham, uh, writer-creator of the show Girls, which I still stand very hard. Come at me if you want. Um, uh, you can't, can you, because you haven't seen it. It's one of the few I've things you haven't seen. Girls. Have you, actually? Yeah. My pitch might change. Um, so... He produced this, as he produces most of the work of a lot of our favourite artists these days. He is, like, the guy right now for producing, right? And in an article about the 1975 that I read about Matty Healy, written by Gia Tolentino, a really, really good article that's come out just as he's gotten a lot of, like, flame, energy, fire about being Taylor Swift's new partner, which already might be over. He had this quote in there, right, about their last album where he was like, Oh, the, the, the almost easier thing would have been to do the new esoteric, adventurous, experimental album. And the really brave thing was just to make a classic album with some banger songs, keep it nice and short, right? And that quote was in my head listening to this album a little bit. Where, like, I really liked it, but um, there is this... I don't know if I'm now reading too much into it from the Jack Antonoff quote. And there's a TikTok where a guy goes through Jack Antonoff songs and just says, that's when you know it's a Jack Antonoff song. That's why I don't like it. And I'm like, I really, as more of a, uh, a music head in this respect, I really want you to watch this TikTok and help me. Because I don't exactly hear songs and think, oh, that's Jack Antonoff. I'm not hearing... Uh, those kinds of uh, quirks and tendencies, but apparently there's a lot of internet discourse around the Jack Antonoffication of current uh, <laughs> of the current um, mainstream music. So all this to say, it felt like a really, really seamless, tight, fun, cool record, right? But that for me, part of my thinking started thinking like this can't go above average because like. He's not letting her. He's almost like keeping a bit of a leash on. And listen, her songs are beautiful enough. It kind of doesn't matter. I am a bit... I'm not like... Taylor people out there are crazy, right? They're ravenous. They're rabid. I like Taylor. She came to the 1975 gig I was at. This is probably where her and Matty started as an item. Don't at me. It's not my fault. I'm kind of into it. I think they've... It's because of me. Um, I love her songs. Oh, my first my first thing. I'm nearly there to letting you talk about this album you want to talk about. My first thing was actually, this is a one-song album because of how much I loved Antihero. I'm wrong. I have turned around on that. But as a lead song that did take over the culture and is just so fucking wicked, I, I do want to shout out Antihero. There is just something about, like, my ultimate take is that, like, she's got some weirdo masterpieces in her, this girl, and this isn't one of them. This is still a really, really good record. Um, uh, and there is something that I want to figure out about Jack Antonoff. I'm like really curious now. We're like, why is every good, unique artist working with him? Like, it's great, but it's also a bit like, why is he the only guy? So I'm a bit curious about that. But being um, a bit of curious. a Taylor convert, <laughs> I'm Jack curious. But being a bit of a Taylor convert because of the folk more and ever more era where she's working with my Bonnie Vare and um, National guys, um, I thought this was uh, like 1989. I knew of Bad Blood and. Um, uh, shake it off are two of my songs i love those songs i think she writes a very specific kind of amazing song that no one can touch her on i've never really discovered the country era but other taylor heads have other swifties rather have told me that's a really really fun cool era um this is such a good so record some of the between a taylor head and a swifty a taylor head was just me making up swifties the actual correct term gotcha thanks <laughs> So, so you're on your own kid as deep as fuck um i've really come a, a, around on um vigilante shit about how she's getting dressed for revenge not dressed for success this oh it's really really good standout moments um but yeah some of my research has uh uh just dampened some you of it research. not even dampened i know your research will ruin something right um I, I had a great time but i do feel like you recommending it was because we've never as much music as we talk we've never actually talked taylor swift and if i'm right as I finally hand you the baton, this is like your bit of a turning around moment on Taylor and getting into her a bit. So talk to me about that. So um, I, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where to start now. I feel like you've done yeah, it. Yeah, I've been like, all over the place. Again, just talk to me about again, this album. Scores, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I just, so my partner just started spinning it. My partner watched, rewatched the documentary. Uh, Miss Americana featuring in the show notes that I've already started writing. Oh, was it not that one? That's the one. No, on no, Netflix, I think so. Is that the I one assume. with um, yeah. the Panic at the Disco guy um, is in it? 
and right. it's, it's the making of but that album see- with that song on it that he's uh, he features right. on i'm really bad with song right. titles <laughs> me the one that goes me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you're good <laughs> you're the only one of you <laughs> or whatever it is yeah. that one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like the making of that album and that tour and then she, yes she starts going against republicans and tweets and there's a whole big thing about it yeah yeah in that documentary Ooh. yeah um, exactly she rewatched that um and then decided to listen to some more taylor's stuff again um and then basically the way that she put it was that um if you could take taylor at face value but a lot of her stuff is very much tongue-in-cheek and poking mm. fun and his edit you can read it as really just sort of you can almost read it as bland or actually really interesting whichever way you want to flip it if that makes any sense mm. Um, mm. but then um, so she was playing this album quite a lot Lavender Haze I actually think is a banger of a, of a tune as well interesting um, interesting I'll oh, stop saying interesting Jeff <laughs> but what <laughs> I, interesting. What, what I okay. hear in this should I be album, a bit more I, honest what, and on point yeah the reason I say interesting is because that song it hasn't landed for me as of yet so oh, anyway do go on yeah um, what I don't hear Jack Antonoff in here what I hear yes. is like a load of other influences that are out at the mm. moment feeding into Taylor Swift Ooh. and her taking them on board and then almost then including the such uh, as in a, in a song right so I hear Licky Lee in here I hear Lana Del Rey in here um, you can actually yeah. hear Lana Del Rey in, in one of the literally hear Lana <laughs> <laughs> yeah in one of the songs as well yeah um, and that's what that's what I find really interesting that little sort of um, sample on that song that you were talking about which was Midnight yeah. Rain was it Midnight Rain yeah so I'm trying to think of who the freaking the artist's name is he supports Matty Kendrick. Healy of the 1975. No, 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 she no. is ripping off her ex-boyfriend, and it's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know if you know who supported Kendrick Lamar on the tour that I saw him on, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> and I also That's saw this guy specific. at Glastonbury, and Bonnie Vare came out. Oh, I know who you're talking about because he just about? featured. I'm going to tell you because he was also in. If I'm right now, this is going to be great because it's going to tie everything up. Bit of yeah. an odds and ends shout out. Did you hear his voice during Spider Verse by any chance? Because no he featured on that, because I know you're talking about James Blake. That's the guy I'm, th- that is the guy I'm talking about. That's the guy you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. So I was, was getting James Blake. Soundtrack as well. yeah. I literally shazam that during the movie. I was like, of course it is. Because I just needed to be sure. But he's a very, very significant. He's also on Beyonce's album, isn't he? On Lemonade. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, so I was getting like James Blake vibes. I wasn't getting the fucking 1975. Okay. Fuck those guys. Uh, can I go no, back and do my well, respect on that shit, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> That's growing for me. I don't know. This is, That's um, what came on the radio. I was like, oh, not this shit again. <laughs> Dude, the fact that you would think it's an actual Burn the Witch, like, that's so not Listen what they to like. Them back I'm not to back, Jeff. I, I'm not saying they're ripping. I would love it if they're ripping off Radiohead, but I, I think they've got different stuff going. I think it's more of a street hassle Lou Reed thing, to be honest, because they've referenced that several ben. times. But um, no, sorry. I anyway. I listened to this album and I had a really good yes. time. Um, I'm not yes. a I'm not a Swifty or a Taylorverse or whatever we, mm. we want to call them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I think I've listened. I probably listened to 1989 um, a couple of times back when it came out. Um, yeah, I've listened to Ryan Adams' version of that album as well, as we all know. Wow. Um, yes, we all know that. I haven't listened to folk folklore or evermore or any of that sort of stuff. Oh, never. I, no. Oh, or if I have, I've probably heard songs via osmosis or whatever. But I listened sure, to this singles, and I was like, radio. again, what I've said about Beyonce and all the other, other artists on here, it's mm. just hearing evolution evolving, trying stuff and stuff like that. For mm. me, Antihero was like almost very old Taylory in my in my mind. Oh. I love, I think the song's great and it's tongue in cheek and it's quite mm. it's funny and it's catchy as hell. But yes. I prefer the more interesting Lavender Haze, Midnight Rain stuff that's on here that I think mm. is more, more interesting. And I, I just thought, I just mm. thought, I thought it was, I, I, I had a good time with it. I thought, I, yeah, it's a good, it's just it someone, a good it's, time. It's someone growing up and constantly evolving, which is, is more interesting than uh, doing the same old loopy shit. <laughs> oh, mate, Ed Sheeran, shots fired. I feel like, I feel like we came around to quite a nuanced take of enjoying some of uh, that last Ed Sheeran album. But yeah, to, yeah. to underline it, it's almost like, um, you know, similar to Ed Sheeran, actually, it's a good segue. She's so revered. I feel like her and Beyonce are the two biggest artists in the world. Yeah. Um, she's so revered as like the woman right now. She like, in a way that almost Michael Jackson defined his era, Taylor Swift mm-hmm. might be defining hers in terms of like both critical and commercial success. Um, that part of me, like I'm almost being intent, like I'm trying to find something to poke a hole in because she's so clearly like super talented, super amazing. Like it's, mm. it's almost too obvious 
how many things she's good at right yeah. and in terms of my personal connection to her what might be lacking is like um what boy genius specifically talked about in uh, their rolling stone article which is like their rolling stone cover was um a homage and tribute to nirvana's mm. they're all standing there in suits with their arms folded right and they're also a three-piece um and in talking about nirvana which is like many many decades ago now quite sadly they talked about like lack of perfection and rawness and that's one thing that just like some of these to be honest that is where i think of a michael jackson part of why sometimes i find it hard to relate is like you're almost a cyborg of talent yeah, yeah. And, like sometimes for me personally as a fan a bit of like rough around the edges does help me personally with that said and i gave you um, one of my favorite rough around the edges bands and you fucking slated them so never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and then to be honest we, 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 we've got completely two yeah. very similar artists that are so different it's another what, one Eugenius of my and Taylor? yeah i just like they're so similar in the fact that probably lyrically and melody mm. they they can mm. probably whip out the same stuff but yet mm. how it's delivered is is two completely different sort of methods i guess Poss- uh, yeah. yeah and it's i yeah i, d- I don't know I, I feel like she's definitely she's so musical right that, that my my biggest personal take from really enjoying the album is there is an occasional like fusion of lyric and melody which is just so fucking good it's like undeniable even if you weren't a taylor swift fan you would go to someone even if you let alone not a taylor swift fan if you found someone who wasn't a fan of music and wordplay you'd be like look how she tied this sequence of words to this melody and they would have to be impressed just on the technical level so here for instance is the um just read reading out loud here is the uh lyrics for the chorus of karma because karma is my boyfriend karma is a god karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend karma's a relaxing thought aren't you envious that you that for you it's not sweet like honey karma is a cat purring in my lap because it loves me flexing like a goddamn acrobat like this is some good stuff okay and that's good and i'm out here like super impressed right but then then later maybe not quite as like amazingly gymnastic proficient but later one of the last verses of um, Mastermind, which is the actual closing song in the album, she can she confesses almost something that like, oh, I kind of get it. I've found like this is where I relate to her a lot. Right. Mm. No one wanted to play with me as a little kid. So I've been scheming like a criminal ever since to make them love me and make it seem effortless. This is the first time I felt the need to confess. Um, and to me, it's like almost she I, I love when you hear this in an artist. This is clearly how she processes her life yeah and to me this is almost like when i struggle a bit with my creativity it's like it can't be too much of a forced like as much as habit and craft and routine is good and helpful part of it has to be like oh without it i won't cope (laughs) and like you can hear that in the best artists and for me you can very much hear that in taylor and to even add a bit of childhood like actually this is how i figured out how to fit in is like a really beautiful thing and it really hit me in the heart and i was like you know, sometimes I feel like I'm listening when I listen to her and I hear money. <laughs> She's just so successful. And it's like I can hear sold out stadiums and tours and the marketing campaigns and a, a little throwaway, not throwaway. Those couple of lines make me hear the human. And um, that really won me over. There's some great pop songs on this. The melodies here or there really like sent me for a loop. I'm a big sucker for a good melody and she's got them in spades. A few such good pop songs, such good attitude, such good swag for lack of a better term. And but that specifically that heart of it where um, it just made me realize even me working on my stuff, you know, we've all got our life stuff we're going through and our mental health stuff we're going through. And for me, um, I'm sure everyone won't share this sentiment, but like if you can't tie part of your actual life and where you process life to the art you're trying to make, it won't take off quite as much. And I hear that in Boy Genius. I hear that in Taylor Swift. In Boy Genius, they were talking about how like as young, slightly uncomfortable people, like having instruments between their friends almost like took away some of the, uh, you know, discomfort. It's like, oh, we've got something to do. Like we need to process stuff emotionally, but we're not just going to sit there and be like, how's your life? How's this hard thing you're feeling about? Like, we're going to sing songs together and like vent in that way. And so all this, uh, uh, you know, it's a funny little link there, but like Taylor letting me in on how she's a bit of a weirdo at heart is like what really wins me over. And um, yeah, as much as like, you know, I can have these little funny critiques about, oh, maybe Jack Antonoff stay away for an album or two. Let her see (laughs) if she can do other stuff. Um, I, yeah, I was karma is her boyfriend and uh karma is the thunder rattling your ground karma's on your scent like a bounty hunter karma's gonna track you down like this is some this is great she's good i can see why everyone loves her um it's hard it's hard to hate at this point to be honest 
So. Um, scores. <laughs> scores. I'm still here, by scores. the way, guys. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes what happens in a monologue like that is I end up segueing, and I'm like, oh, I've left the other point where I'm sure he might have had a point. <laughs> honest, after that monologue, I just want to go start writing songs again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got, dude can i just yeah, say i've got a lot of shit to process <laughs> yeah 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 and honestly um that is uh just to just to round it all out i did want to say taylor with linking her life to her art was a big like okay i actually super rate her i can't not because i you know you can hear it you can feel it boy genius especially in um let alone enjoying the songs but reading the interviews and stuff boy genius made me think of how much of a shame it is when you do have a chemistry with someone you can hear the chemistry in others and you relate mm. to it and love it when you have a when you're lucky enough to have a chemistry with someone it's such a shame not to double down on it and make stuff so i've got friends i've made music with you included i've got a friend such as you i make a podcast with this is good stuff but like i definitely don't feel like i feel like we're all probably struggling with this to a degree i don't think i've um committed to that enough in my yeah. life sometimes and like it definitely needs um uh you know hearing a band like boy genius uh commit to that they're all friends but like make a project of it it's it's a beautiful thing and this For is where Taylor. you and i announce our album which is <laughs> still in production <laughs> to be fair i you you produced a song of mine during covid that like i was i just had the melody of it in my head the other day and i was like that's probably one of the things i'm happiest that i've done the last few years and like i've just been mm. sitting on it we sit on things there's lots of good energy to be fair quite a few friends have told me how much they enjoy just our theme song for the podcast so at least there's that we're we're, we're in the works things are always in the works and this this podcast is, is a big the theme thing song I'm, or the outro because the outro gets me every time <laughs> <laughs> anyway the, uh, um the, scores we scores. are hitting the uh hour of our consumption hour yes so we need Here to we wrap go. things up um we do i had you down what did i have you down as i had you down be as more than three, one off be more than one off i'm begging in anticipation you. well it's not helping me so far i had you in i think i've got this wrong now based on your review but okay. i have you as a three in enjoyment you're not helping me so far <laughs> you're getting everything right and this last one's definitely off i have you a four in retrospect <laughs> Three, three, four. Way! <laughs> Listener, I just showed him the post-it note. That's really annoying. If you were one off, I could have got a draw. You got the exact scores. Congratulations. Um, oh, you're now on a, win? On a... <laughs> you win getting to pitch me first. You were um, one off and I still beat you. Uh, I, this is getting ridiculous now. I'm going to have to start doing a Christopher with the not having a five as his Spider-Verse and I'm going to start having to rig the system because this is getting too far now. We're not liking this. I get to pitch first. I get to pitch first. You do indeed. This week, Jeffrey Barlow. um, I did drop an Easter egg in this episode. You wouldn't have picked up on it because I'm that damn good. Um, (laughs) But this uh, was recorded live in London's Bloomsbury Theatre in May 2008. Um, It's a live stand-up musical rockumentary by the wonderful... Uh, wonderfully wicked, beautifully talented. <laughs> Sorry, not <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> uh, Tim Minchin, and it's oh. called So Effing Rock. Um, so apologies, I didn't realise it was two hours when I was going to pitch it, but it's a good two wow. hours. Wow, this is really happening with the running times and the yeah. So Effing Rock. Okay, yeah, live. Yeah, from two thousand eight. Yes, it is on Amazon Prime. Wow. If you do have such a thing. Okay. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to get it on VHS. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go down to Variety yeah, yeah. Video and sort yourself out. Thank you, mate. And we'll do shout out Variety Video. <laughs> um, or Fantastic. Blockbuster or, you know, um, filmflix.net or something. <laughs> okay, it's my turn to pitch. <laughs> yeah, so sure. But yeah, so this is um, just this. I think this yes. is his first live release DVD sort of Ooh. thing. So this is very early to mention. Um, and I mm. find a number of things very interesting about it. Um, and I wonder if you find those things interesting too. Um, oh, and we should shout out because, um, you know, that's what this podcast is for to find out if the things you found interesting, the other person finds interesting. But uh, we found something interesting together. We've both finished season three of I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robertson, and we laughed a lot trying to recall all the different um, I'm, I'm pretty episodes. sure we spoke about that on the Spider-Verse special. We did, but I just want to shout out. I feel like that now that I've seen it, I should have just recommended season three and we should have done a thing on that. Episode one is like... Do you know what I mean? Um, I can't I wait to watch to Tim Minchin. I'm not... <laughs> well, um, now what you're going to do... I don't think you're ready for this, but you're going to have to be ready. Is it going to be more than 16 minutes? Because I'm not ready for anything more than 16 minutes. If you're not ready, you're, you've been very spoiled, haven't you? Well, this, this, I've got an interesting answer to that question. This sort of depends on you. Because Christopher Anousis, 
This this piece of art has no running time. What? This. <laughs> he looks so scared. I can't tell you how actually scared he looks. Like, yeah, my week all is ruined. My head was, you're going to send me to go look at a painting. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. The second I saw that face, he was like, he's thinking of a painting. He is confused by the lack of runtime and he is picturing a painting. He is picturing himself at a museum a with his hands in his pockets going, or a magazine or an article. Oh, you're getting closer. Oh, wow. You're getting close now. There is a, a writer really... who writes cool things. His name is George Saunders. He has written a story called thursday for um the new yorker and yeah that's right for the first time ladies and gentlemen it's not a book club special it's just an episode of a podcast thursday a short story by george saunders we're going from short films to short stories so hey so wait it's got is a short podcast in the or title. article or a story i'm confused it's now. a short story christopher i'm being <laughs> i'm actually being surprisingly clear about it it's no, a you short said story it's a podcast you said a podcast <laughs> I, did I say podcast? I didn't I mean that, podcast. Yeah, um, so it's a short... To be honest, maybe I did, because guess what? There's an audio version on the New Yorker podcast where he reads out for you if you find that a bit tricky. But no, try... The, what The version I'm recommending to you is on the New Yorker website. Thursday by George Saunders um, is a short story that he wrote. Um, that you I told me to watch a 16-minute film and I listened to an entire album. And now you've told me that there's <laughs> an audio version of this article you want me to read and then told me not to listen to it. <laughs> Not an article, a short story. Um, this is, is this is a big new. It's also a podcast. This is a big day for our podcast. Literature is getting it's barging its way into the main room onto the CCCAH proper. Our first short story. Um, I think everyone could guess some of the anticipation scores already. Well ahead of the next episode, but these are our pitches for the week. That is this podcast done. Now, in the correct order, please help me unscramble my brain. Because we've had a, a movie club special. Remind me how we end this podcast. I you say ramble, something and you say you something. You ramble, you say goodbye, yes. I say take care. That's what we try and even do. When, even as you're rambling now, uh, guitars are playing. In theory. And now way. I'm, in theory, guitars are playing. We want to wish you a good week consuming whatever you're consuming, processing whatever you're processing. Thank you for being part of our podcast with us. Um, find us on the socials. CCC Appraisal Pod on Twitter. Email us at CCC at g uh ccc appraisal hour at gmail.com um we're going to start being on instagram by the end of 2023 so stay tuned um <laughs> and the website might be a finished. good time oh website too you know this was a music special short stories and comedy next week hope you've had a good time and until then goodbye and take care if you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed cause they're so cheap We're sorry to your ears If you don't like the intro Or the bit in the middle of this outro Or if you don't like the whole show Question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast If you think we both speak too fast Too many tangents never stay on task Pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content Then please go be more content And never listen to us again